When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Steve here. None of the scenarios on this show are based on actual events. Believe it or not, they're completely made up. Enjoy! I'm Griffin. And I'm Stephen Amones. And this is Killed to Death. The improvised true crime podcast. And the only podcast where I dumped an entire glass of water into my laptop today. Whoa. Into? (laughs) Right into the keyboard. And it shut off. The screen fizzled. The computer crashed. Uh, So I dried it out. I waited a bit, I've booted it up, and now the fan is so loud and Uh-oh. won't stop. Even when I turn off the computer, the fan keeps running, which is Yikes. seems seems magical in a sense. <laughs> but other than that, the computer is seems to be fine. So if I disappear at any point, you know what happened. But uh, And listeners, if you hear a big loud fan, sorry, I don't know how to fix that. I looked, <laughs> I downloaded... um. An app to try and manually control the fan uh, through an app? What? <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> On like this phone. <laughs> no, like a uh, Mac, Macwise. Yeah, and Wise. it turns out it showed me the stats. The fan is now running at two thousand higher RPM than the max level that the fan uh, should theoretically allow. <laughs> Man, you're not gonna make it through this episode. <laughs> I, not to uh jinx this but uh the, that the is fan is crazy. defying what it was designed to do i feel like I've, it's like a when you d- dunk someone in toxic waste and they come out with powers yeah you have a super laptop uh except its only ability is to be a bit noisier yeah that's crazy move over nov i've got the super fan uh oh that's good i like Steve, that let's talk laptop maintenance uh, we, we take them for granted, and after a few years, you're chucking your computer around. How can you you make sure your laptop is running smooth? Here's the thing. You're never not going to be chucking. You're going to hit a phase when you're into laptop chuck, so you're going to want to... Is that that to... Dane Cook movie? Yes, exactly. <laughs> after you type his laptop, you'll get married or something. And you, uh, <laughs> if you're going to be chucking and throwing... Um, I would pad up your entire apartment to make sure wherever you're tossing it is going to be a nice soft landing. Uh, that way um, you're not going to accidentally hit it against harsh walls and edges. Yeah. So how have you padded yours? Well, we got bubble wrap. We got uh, couch cushions. Um, I actually like to Oh, yeah. Those you put on your uh, that empty couch frame you had. Yeah. Yeah. So I filled that in with bubble wrap um, and I put couch cushions all over the walls. And I actually strap a couch cushion 
to my tummy. So if I trip and fall forward, then it's also soft landing for the laptop as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great thinking. That's a <laughs> thanks. Uh, I feel like a huge fire hazard, depending on how much of that is fabric. The uh, the apartment. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's it's primarily fabric at this point. Um, but uh, my laptop has never been better, and we're just not allowed to any open flames. Um, and we don't cook. Which is just a good laptop tip in general. It can't hurt to not use the stove. Yeah, do not use the stove if you have a laptop. Uh, my tip: put it in with some rice. <laughs> well, I can't use the stove. <laughs> So uh, is this what you actually did today? Did you do the rice thing? Today, no. Hmm. Today I used yesterday. Uh, yesterday I did, yeah, and that's okay. when it was running fine. But uh, that's yeah, that's my tip: is just daily start every morning, throw it in with your rice. Mm-hmm. You can actually store it there overnight. That's right. If you buy um, one of those big bags, you can just kind of wedge it in. It, yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. No, I'm not putting it in with the bag. I'm putting it in with the pot. Mm, okay makes the rice taste interesting <laughs> you can also do this with uh quinoa oh yes yeah you can put quinoa in with your rice <laughs> mix it up delicious yeah and a uh, to- laptop so will I, make it all quite interesting i've been making some pretty exciting meals quinoa flavored <laughs> rice <laughs> <laughs> and you can top it off with orzo uh steve final tip uh, yeah, my final tip, um, a lot of people like to tape over their cameras um, so people can't see them. That's smart, but uh, what I like to do that's better is um, set up fake videos so they never know whose laptop it is or, or what's happening. So uh, I'll leave the camera on, kind of always running, but then I'll position a, <laughs> a uh, TV screen set up there that's playing a video so it's capturing yeah. that and then whoever's watching these so all the hackers are yeah just like so oh, all the hackers whoa, think, jd and turk seem like friends <laughs> in this I house know. i don't know what that is but i <laughs> that's exactly what i'm playing <laughs> scrubs oh okay were you a scrubs guy for the briefest moment i think like i was on board for a season in high school okay nice autumn and then got my ass booted by garden state <laughs> <laughs> Get the hell out of there before Garden State hits. <laughs> Gar- Year-wise, was Garden State first? No, Scrubs is already on. I don't you know freaking what? know. Yeah, uh, not Save it important. for the, our other pod. Talking Scrubs with Griffin and Steve. You should have known who JD and Turk are. <laughs> I'm the guy who hasn't seen it yet. You're the one who's obsessed with it, and you're yeah. showing me every episode. Plus, we were both on Scrubs, so that's why we're revisiting it. And that is my final tip. Give your laptop a good scrub. You don't want that dirt building up. Clean it out. Dump a big glass of water onto your keyboard. Um, because you got a text from a friend and you looked over and you pulled a wire and the whole thing fell apart. Was the text worth it? No. <laughs> no, it was a poll by a friend asking who was available for improv rehearsal. That's not worth it. That's not worth it. <laughs> I'll I'll go. <laughs> Fine, I'll go, but they have to pay for a new laptop. Um, Steve, speaking of catastrophe, uh-huh. would you like to solve a murder? Always. 
The victim, Sean Lewis, who died during his tarot card reading. Today's guest, Vince Magic, tarot card reader. Vince, hello. Boys, boys, it's Vince Magic. Vince, hello, welcome. Vince, Vince. Hello. How are you? I'm great. I'm so good. This is uh, this is exciting. I don't know much about the world of tarot card readings, to be honest. Not like me. I know everything about the world of tarot card readings. And I'll probably get into it. <laughs> you just wait. It's Vince Magic. Are you... The magic to me implies magician. Yeah, Are you a magician? You... Are you a psychic? What is your... What, how would you describe your profession? I read tarot cards of the people that want to know their future, 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 and also their past, 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 and those that have children's parties, parties, parties. I didn't know tarot card reading was a children's party activity. Oh, they love it. You ever seen, uh, you know how kids love cards? They love tarot cards even more. They're bigger, slightly bigger. <laughs> At, oh, I noticed you're dressed as a magician as well. Is that part of the look? Um, for this job? Is that just normally how you dress? These are my pajamas. I sleep soon. <laughs> <laughs> and what is, okay, so what is, what are tarot cards? For those who might not know. Sure, sure. Tarot cards are big old cards, bigger than your average card. We know. And they, uh... <laughs> You've already said that. Is that the main thing about tarot cards? <laughs> well, they have meaning. Instead of the ace of spades, you'll have the crow of cloves, Ooh. you know, and, and, and each, each, each card has a different meaning. And that meaning could apply to the client's future or past or perhaps how they're feeling right now. Hmm. You know so, what? What might be best? Would you be able to give a quick reading to either me sure, or Steve? Tell, Griffin, tell me when to stop. Stop. <gasps> You've got the Joker. Oh wait, this is a normal deck of cards. These are smaller, though. Much smaller. Yes. Okay, Steve. Uh, tell me when to stop. Okay, stop. Oh, you've got the Death card, the Grim Reaper. Is that for my future or my past? <laughs> That's up to you. Oh, I get to choose. Uh, it depends future, on how you've future. been feeling. To yeah, it depends on how you've been feeling lately. Hmm. Okay, well, I've been feeling a little tired, a little run down. Yes! Great! Great! You should be just fine. <laughs> and Griffin, what sign are you? Uh, cancer. Okay, C-A-N-C-E. This oh, is like a no. catcher. <laughs> You've got the death card too, but this is the death of hearts. Okay. You, perhaps your love life will not be as... Good as it's been in the past. So there are some regular suits in there. <laughs> yeah, some of them do have a suit. <laughs> this is tarot, baby. There are no rules. Vince magic. <laughs> is this a custom deck? I mean, like, well, for what I've seen with tarot, you there's a, a a lot of the art style varies about what these cards are. Like, where did you get this personal deck? This one I got from my mentor. Mm. Every every good tarot reader worth their salt has a custom deck of cards. Yeah, how did you get into it? The sewer! My friend! I had dropped a nickel down a sewer, and as I stuck my head beneath the grate to see where it had went, almost the clown it style, a man poked his head out and said, 
looking for something? And held up what I thought was a nickel, but it turned into a dime. And he said, your fortune's changing, my friend. <laughs> this does sound like Pennywise. It also, it sounds like a magician. But he wasn't dressed as a clown. Mm. This guy was dressed as a jester. <laughs> if you can believe that. Sure. And so he took you in, taught you the ways of tarot card reading? Yes, he first gave me a tarot card reading, and I thought it was all bogus. I said, this is nothing but malarkey. This is hokum. And he said, hocus pocus. And I said, that's close to the word I said. <laughs> and the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> you needn't go on. What was it? No, he gave, me, he gave me a tarot card reading, and it said, my future involved tarot cards. And I said, mm. that's so specific, but I buy it. Oh, he you did over buy the it. tarot card, tarot card. And I did, I bought the deck and I bought the lifestyle. And here I am, 50 years later. Cool. So, uh, let's. <laughs> yeah, it's <is> cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Sean Lewis. Oh, yes. How did he find you? Is he a regular customer? Does he just show up at all the children's parties you're at? <laughs> He comes in once in a while to my lair, and uh, you have a he, lair. He, well, it's my rumpus room, but I've set it up with a lot of heavy curtains and interesting lighting. You can get some interesting lighting at IKEA for not a bad price. And uh, he he came in, and he would come in about once a month, trying to figure out what's going to happen in his future. And what were the previous readings? I mean, what was the general recurring patterns of these? Well, usually it was, uh, you know, normal kind of easygoing stuff like, oh, Sean, watch out for enemies, you know, in the future. <laughs> what <laughs> card was he drawing? <laughs> he drew the enemy of hearts. <laughs> so most of it was like that. But the month before this month, I said, Sean, something grave is in your future. You're in grave danger. How did you know what card? He drew the danger card, and it was wet. <laughs> now, was that you, or...? No, that's the crazy thing. If a card is wet, it means it's really going to happen. <laughs> Otherwise, no. Otherwise, it's more of a suggestion. Okay, so I don't have to die. Right, but this was the, the danger card, and it was soaking wet. Oh my god. Had you ever seen this before? No, usually the cards that are wet are a little more, again, day-to-day, -day, you know? Like, uh, the friend card. You'll make a friend, you know? For sure! Or, uh, you know, the, uh, the job card. You'll get a job or lose a job. <laughs> Those are the ones that are usually wet. Something a little more easygoing, so... but this was the danger card. <laughs> it's so funny that there's, a, like, very specific situations, like a danger card, a friend card, and a job card, but then there's also the Crow of Cloves. <laughs> the Crow of Cloves is also pretty self-explanatory. The Crow of Cloves will cross your path. A lot of people think tarot oh, is very okay, abstract. So the actual Crow of Cloves is going to visit you. Yes, yes, it's not abstract at all. It's very literal. Has that one ever been wet? Never. Guaranteed crow? Oh, okay. Never. Just a suggestion. Just a suggestion. He might swing by. 
What is the Knight of Cups? I feel like the Knight of Cups is one. Mm. Oh, it's a great knight. It's a knight you'll never forget. <laughs> oh, it's, That's it's, all I'm allowed to say. It's N-I-G-H-T. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's just like a drinking knight. <laughs> yeah, it's a knight of cups. And friends, if you draw the friend card. <laughs> if you'll be so lucky. So, Sean came. He drew the wet danger card. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Was this during the session that he passed away? No, this was the month prior. The month prior. So let's okay. talk then about when you actually found him dead. Sure. Was this during a reading? This was just before a reading. He was in my waiting room of the lair while I was dealing with another pesky customer. <laughs> what made this person so annoying? Their card readings are always so boring. Oh. They give me nothing to get excited about. What are the most boring tarot cards? You know, hair growth. Um, of hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of hearts. You know, the, 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 just a bunch of them. And they, <laughs> let me be clear. These are, these are bigger cards than you're used to. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, now listen, this is, may sound uh, sacrilegious as someone who doesn't know the world of tarot cards, but could you not remove some of these cards from the deck if you weren't interested in prescribing that type of reading? I could not remove a card no more than I can remove a part of a person's future. Every card represents a different thing or feeling or something of a person's future. I couldn't remove those without perhaps hurting them Mm. or me. So you go out into the waiting room after the meeting with uh, your boring client? Yes, (laughs) And he, he's dead in the waiting room? He's dead in the waiting room. Can you believe it? No. What's the, what's the setup here? What's your waiting room like? So Four chairs. <laughs> okay. Infinite tarot cards so you can examine yourself. Oh, and then you can just leave before your appointment. Well, that's if you want your that's if you don't want your reading done by a professional. Mm. A tarot card is like a tool. Only the master craftsman knows how to use it. Imagine you walk into a, a barn and see a, a big hammer. You don't know how to use that. You need the carpenter there. Yeah, you need someone to say, tell me when to stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> how are you supposed to know when to stop otherwise? Yeah. So this, I mean, did it seem like he was doing his own reading, like sifting through these while he was out there? <sighs> yes, it did. It. He was putting them down and picking them up and fanning them. I think he did a weird shuffle. That's not the no. kind of thing you do with a magic deck. Don't do a weird shuffle. You can't shuffle the deck? Not if you not if you No, not if you don't not if you want your your future aligned. Imagine someone shuffled your future. How would you feel then? You get you have a birthday all of a sudden you turn 7. What? You'd say. It's true. That card should have already happened. Yes. The turning 7 card. Of hearts. Seven of hearts. Was there anyone else in the waiting room? There was my uh, my receptionist, Claude. I'm sure behind like a separate desk? Yes, and this desk was f- head to toe in heavy curtains and cool <laughs> lights. Oh, so you had to like go through the curtains to find Claude and check so in. So potentially, yeah, Claude couldn't see anything through the curtains and lights. Claude sees all. He's got a crystal ball back there. That's how he knows whose. That's how he knows whose turn it is to go into the room. 
He doesn't have a he doesn't have a schedule or any kind of agenda book. He just looks into the crystal ball and says, and the crystal ball just shows a big next. number. <laughs> yes, a, it's just like an eye cal. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Did you? But so that was you, it. Yeah. He's the only one who's there. He was there, and he sees all. Hmm. But uh, yes, that that's it. I, it wasn't a very busy day at the lair. So describe the state of his body. Slumped, slumped, like not like like he had pulled a card. He'd uh, broke his back. I mean, this man was slumped over the back of a chair, like you wouldn't believe. Did he have a card in his hand? He was holding one card. <laughs> what was the card? Oh, good question. The card he was holding was the dog of knives. <laughs> Can you believe that? Oh no, was it wet? Soaking wet. No. That means he's certain, right. certain to see the dog of knives. Yes, at some point. And it, I want you to picture this. I want you to think of a normal card. Now make it about 1.5 times bigger and so wet that it was drooping. It wasn't standing up erect like a, a normal card. card. The card was as slumped as this man. Okay, so he's, he was slumped over the back of his chair. Did he have any wounds? He had two almost snakebite-like wounds on either uh, forearm. So we're talking four holes total. Four holes total. Not to be confused with the four holes card. And brother, you don't want to pick that. <laughs> what is the four holes card? It means you'll fall into one of four holes. Why no. is it just called the hole card? <laughs> You're only going to fall into one of them. Yes, but there are four possibilities, mm. and that's what makes tarot fun. Right. It's a little open-ended. You don't know when the dog of knives is going to visit. You don't know which hole you're going to fall into. No, not unless you have a timeline deck. Ooh. Have you, did you ever use one of a, those? No, it takes all the fun out of it. That's just knowing the future. I'm more of a predictor. Vince Magic. Now, snake bites to me, I'm not that familiar with the dog of knives, but it feels like that isn't indicative of a visit by him. I don't even think these were snake bites. I just think that was the best way to describe the holes in either forearm. Two holes next to each other, quite deep, but not oozing any blood. Could have been a vampire. Could have been anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> how, bi how big around are we talking? Like, did it look like needle, fang, bullet? Ooh, I, no, like quarters. Two little bullet wounds side by side. Quarters? <laughs> Like quarters, very oh, large, huge. yes, huge, in either forearm, and he died slumping, but he was shrugging, oh, in as if to say, I don't know, I'm just Sean. I don't oh, know he didn't know did either. He didn't know. Two quarter holes in your forearms—that isn't necessarily, to me, fatal. So unless something was injected through those holes, or he was in your waiting room for a long time bleeding out. That's a good point, although my sessions take a long time. How long does a session with you last? Anywhere from 10 minutes to a week. I want to make sure you have what you need to be prepared for the future. Even if that means staying with me for some of the future. Oh yeah, if you draw the Vince Magic card and it's <laughs> wet. <laughs> but that's only once a year. What do you mean it's only once a year that it gets drawn? <laughs> 
Yes, it's it's in there a bunch, but it's only ever drawn once a year. On nights just like tonight. Ooh, what was that? <laughs> Your laptop fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this thing is not doing great. I think, well, I'm curious if there's anything because um, this is not only his future that we're looking at, but this involves you as well. Have you? When's the last time you had a reading done? Do you do your own or do you go somewhere Ooh, good else? Good question. I haven't done my own reading since since the my mentor did that first one on me, the one that really? told me to buy tarot cards. So you have no other perceptions about what your future might be besides a life of tarot. A tarot, a tarot, a tarot man who knows his own future is a dangerous man. Mm. I can't become that. I must leave it open for all all variables and all possibilities but is it possible because you can read into the past to do a tarot card reading of yourself and potentially provide some sort of clues i suppose it's possible but it's quite dangerous ah <laughs> you've got to get that laptop oh, fixed and you will in three weeks. Oh, okay. Oh, well, That's not been, so bad. Have you been doing a reading this whole time that we didn't know about? But bear in mind, this card is dry. So <laughs> it's more of a suggestion. That I should, at some point over the next three weeks, get my laptop fixed. That's what this tarot card reading says. <laughs> I also do I also do electronic repair. So, are so a lot of the cards you should get your phone fixed. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes flyers get mixed into the cards because these cards are big, boys. These are bigger than your average cards. <laughs> so sometimes a flyer gets mixed in yeah. and it'll I'll, and someone will say, what is the future for my iPhone? And I'll pull out a flyer and say, you you are due for an upgrade. <laughs> and when is the last time you had seen Sean alive? It would have been at our previous session So last he month. draws the danger card, it's wet, and that's it. You don't hear from him again. He was terrified. He was so scared, but that's where my business as a tarot card reader ends. The rest is up to him. Well, what we're going to do is take a quick break. Quick break. I know. Hey. <laughs> Damn, you are a tarot card reader. What could what'd you just draw? <laughs> I drew the space card. It means we all need to take some space. <laughs> it's not a break card. <laughs> There's no such thing. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, right. It's a, it's a space card. When we come back, hopefully we can figure out what exactly happened to Sean Lewis. Whew. And we are back on Killed to Death. Uh, our final episode of bones month that's true happy bones month how was your bones month um excellent and uh happy birthday to lynn that's right it is of course the lynn Teplitsky spooktacular yeah happy spooktacular once again <laughs> lynn uh, Teplitsky spooktacular uh we celebrate every year with a big episode oh yeah and this is it enjoy and we're also still here with vince magic oh <laughs> You are a tarot card reader. You have been for 50 years. 
Uh, since you were drawn into the sewer when you lost your nickel, uh, you saw a jester down there who <laughs> gave you a tarot card reading and convinced you to buy a deck of tarot cards, which you've had ever since. You've turned it into a business. You do your own personal readings. You perform at children's parties, etc. <laughs> tarot cards are, if you don't know, bigger than regular cards. They include things like the Crow of Cloves, the Joker, Death, Death of Hearts, <laughs> Enemy of Hearts, the Friend card, the Job card, the Four Holes card, the Vince Magic card, who is, of course, you, uh, some flyers for your electronic repair business, and the Space card. Uh, you give these- And so much more! <laughs> I'm sure we'll come across. <laughs> sure oh, yeah, of rather. course. The dog of knives. <laughs> yes, right. Um, and that is the card that the deceased Sean Lewis was holding when you found him. Sean Lewis was a frequent customer of yours, would come every month. The last month you saw him, he got something distressing, though. A wet card, which meant certainty. <laughs> it was a wet danger card, uh, and he left terrified. You finish up with a pesky, boring customer, <laughs> and you go into your waiting room. Your waiting room has four chairs, but at this point, it was only Sean there, and then behind some curtains, your receptionist, Claude, <laughs> with a crystal ball. Uh, Sean had four holes total in him. He had two snake bite, but huge snake, because they were quarter-sized holes in each forearm. He yes. was shrugging. He was slumped. He had the dog of knives in his hand. Was there any evidence to you that the Dog of Knives visit had happened? Well, nobody knows exactly what the Dog of Knives will do. You know, I mean, you'd think you'd think with such a literal deck that you would know what he does, but some people that are visited by the Dog of Knives just go out for lunch, you know, while others end up slumped and dead. Oh, so, so this happens happened. to some people. Yeah. It's happened before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got suspect number one. <laughs> But that's the thing. The Dog of Knives card, I thought, had been retired. I thought the Dog of Knives was dead and gone. I thought you gone. couldn't remove cards. I didn't remove it, but one morning I came back and it was gone. And at the same time, my mentor had called me saying the Dog of Knives is retired and dead. <laughs> so and it had and it had, it had dis dissolved out of the deck. Does that mean there are, I don't like, know where he got it. Official retirees from the tarot community like they'll kind of pull out a bulletin that are like guys please stop using this card this creature is now dead stop telling people about it the crow of cloves is on his last legs <laughs> right so you kind of got a warning but, but <laughs> everyone has a vince magic card and it is still kicking <laughs> oh yes but again it's only pulled once a year <laughs> which just means they have to spend a week with you well yes Yes, yes, yes. If it's wet, if it's <laughs> if it's dry, it's oh, maybe give him a call and see what he's up to. Exactly. And if it's bone dry, yes. maybe don't do it. Now, have you talked to Claude about what went on in the waiting room? I tried to talk to Claude, but you know, he he's so ensconced in his curtains and lights, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure he saw anything at all. Knew it, knew it. Oh, okay. My computer is doing something else. Um, oh no, wait. This is normal. Uh, I'm gonna click hello. Hello, hello, hello. Who Hope is you this? Don't mind. I'm calling in from a crystal ball. 
Am Come I coming on. in clear? No, it is foggy and it looks very fish-eyed and distorted. <laughs> That's every ball. That is the look of a crystal ball. Oh, okay. Well, hey, hey, Claude. Hello. And hello, you... Vince. Claude, it's good to see you. I can see you're still uh, in the waiting room by the background. Yes, I... <laughs> My shift is still going. Whoa, those lights are interesting. They're a little bit different, huh? They're blue. They're blue and dim. <laughs> we got them at the Ikea. And we dim the lights anytime anybody dies in the waiting room as a kind of memorial. Oh, that's memorial. respect, yeah. It's nice. No one wants to come into a place with harsh lighting, death or otherwise. We also dim the lights if someone's going to die. That's got to be scary to walk into that waiting room and see dim lights. But we also Not if dim... there's already a dead person. No, that's then true. You know. That's reassuring. <laughs> we also dim them on Tuesdays. Just out of respect. Or if it's too bright. <laughs> or if our eyes hurt a little bit. Claude, do you, are, are you the Vince Magic of Crystal Balls? Do you do readings with that thing? I'm the Cla I'm Claude Balls. <laughs> awesome. So, Thank yes you. So, no? you've heard of <laughs> so you've heard of me. Yes, of course. I was, of course, mentored by a great baller many years ago. I heard a noise in the attic, and I poked my head up, and there he wow. was. Yeah, balls, the opposite of cards. <laughs> there he was, a man dressed as a clown, and he told me all about a crystal ball, and he Wait, looked into his... Wait, what's this Pennywise? <laughs> well, can't be certain. But I can be certain that he told me in my future was crystal balls. And from that day forward, I knew I would be a ball man through and through. The only way to see all things is with the crystal ball. Now, Claude, just for the people at home, when they picture a ball, a crystal ball, they're probably thinking the size of a tennis ball. Would you say that <laughs> a crystal ball is about that size? I forget how people don't know about crystal balls. They're much Everyone bigger. Everyone pictures a tennis ball when you hear crystal ball. You're picturing a little tennis, maybe a golf ball, tennis ball, little wiffle ball. This one's much bigger than all of those. It's a crystal <gasps> ball. Spooky. You'll see a little bit of smoke in there. You'll maybe catch images and glimpses of things to come. You might see somebody's number of who's next for their appointment. It can be for all sorts of things. Okay, so you see all but poorly. <laughs> it's a crystal ball. You're not supposed to see anything well. It's not That'd a 4K TV. That'd be cheating. Ooh, that would be good. If I had a 4K TV... Yeah, have you ever thought about upgrading? They hurt my eyes. <laughs> we dim the 4K TV every time there's a death. <laughs> Wait, so you do have a 4K TV there. Yes, yes that's how he knows it hurts his eyes, but we dim it. Yes. I'm binging lost. <laughs> In your past or future. Who could tell with that show? Oh, it's all gone together. Damn. I thought you had never seen it, Claude. <laughs> I've seen season one and two. <laughs> okay, you got one more to go. <laughs> <laughs> then I can hang up my hat. 
Oh, I often feel like I should retire with the amount of people that have died in our waiting rooms. Well, then they'd have to take your card out of the tarot deck. Oh, yes, if you draw the Claude card, you have to come visit me in reception. <laughs> and you have to give him the money for your pay- pay- payment. Everyone draws the Claude card. <laughs> it's more of a receipt. Unfortunately, I was ensconced in all the curtains. Otherwise, I, I wish I could have seen how this death had happened. Yeah, how did you find out about it? Well, I heard the sounds, for one. What were they? A thunder strike. I've the lost roar- video. <laughs> <laughs> the roar of a lion. The swipe of a knife. The cry of a man. The apology of a second man. And the slumping of a card. Then the slumping of a man. The unmistakable sound of a slumping of a card is like this. So don't make me relive it. Lion roar, knife swipe, a man. Say what does the did the first man say anything? Well, uh, uh, one man cried out in pain. Another man. Oh, okay. So apologized, apologized and fell to his knees. You heard knees pray. hitting floor. I heard knees hitting the floor. I heard hands raising to the heavens and saying, "Why, God, what have I done?" Then little, and then. That was probably the card slumping. One can only assume if I hadn't had the curtains over my damn head. (laughs) The curtains aren't on a rod or anything? They fell. (laughs) 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 And the the worst of all is I'd seen it coming. (gasps) What what, What had you seen in your crystal ball? In my crystal ball, I'd seen the curtains over my head. I should have known to move out of the way. You just saw curtains in the crystal ball and then the (laughs) curtains fell on you. I thought it was a reflection of the curtains behind me, but no, it was a vision of what's to come. (laughs) And then it came true. There's no one better than card balls. They always come true. But if you heard heard a man apologizing, that sounds a lot like the Reaper card. (gasps) The reaper that hasn't been drawn in, in your lair in, in nigh on years. Me and they, Steve both just got it. <laughs> no, you got the death card. This is oh, the this reaper is different. card. This is the reaper card. He feels bad. He apologizes, or at least as legend has it. I know I've never actually seen or heard the reaper. Only Wait tell. a second. There's no reaper card in my deck. He's retired and died. It's vanished. Did you get a message from your mentor? No. Then (laughs) someone's stolen it. What could this mean? Someone is performing unlicensed tarot cards readings with the Reaper card. If you were to have a deck with only the Reaper card in it, that would be the only one that could be drawn. And everyone who draws it would be killed in some weird way and then apologized to. Oh, good God. Someone out there is tarrowing without any training. Or a license. I don't have a license either, but it's... They should. 
They should. I looked into your future and I saw that you would be a successful, incredible tarot card reader and you didn't even need a license. And I looked into your future and I saw the ball card. That's how I knew I'd hire you. And then I asked for money. And, and you had to come see me. And I gave you my, my your payment and the rest is history. One month ago, Sean draws the wet danger card. <gasps> that means after that, he would have gotten the Claude card and had to come visit you, Claude. Oh, yes, that's true. So he came to me, and yes, he was shaken. To draw a wet danger is the certainty of danger. It's almost as bad as a wet of the four holes. Did he ask you about it at all, or have you look into the ball? What he did, he'd accidentally brought the card with him. I don't know if you remember this. But he brought the card out into the reception area. He was so shaken by it. And he held it up to me. He said, you take it. You take it. And I said, don't goo put that thing on Goo just flying all over your face. It's not goo. It's blood. <gasps> That's where my danger card went. I keep trying to force people into taking it, but they keep getting the happy success card. <laughs> <laughs> Those used to be side by side in the deck. He yes, took he it. He tried to give it to me, and I said, don't you put that evil on me. Rookie and I Bobby. looked. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then I looked into the ball, and I said to him, be very careful what you do next with that card. And he said, I must destroy it. And he left. He walked out with, with the bloodied, dangered card all shaken up, hellbent on the destruction of that card. Interesting. So we have Sean going out, trying to destroy his danger card, and we have someone out there potentially starting their own tarot deck with just the Reaper card. Well, what's interesting is, if you were to destroy... The lights! <laughs> Check them out! I can change them to red with this little remote. I knew you were going to do that! <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> continue, Claude. I thought, logically, what would someone do who doesn't know Terra? What, sir, first, they realize the cards are a little bigger. The second, they would realize the only way to reverse a tarot card reading is to go to another reader and get a different reading. So he must have brought this card to someone else, hoping to get a better, different reading. Wait, you don't think he took the danger card to the unlicensed tarot card reader, got the Reaper, and then was unhappy with that, so went to another one and got the four holes, which is why he had the four holes in his arms. The, you mean the dog of knives. But yes, I do exactly think that. Isn't that what he had in his hands? It was what he had in his hands, but it seems to make sense that four holes would equal the four holes in his arms too. Maybe he went oh, to a fourth. He ha he drew them all. He'd go you don't think... You, you don't must think he call went to every, yes. every Tom, yes, Dick, and I Harry do. tarot card in town getting a different card from each one, and they all killed him in one fantastical uh, merging of magic? I think that is exactly what happened, because after all, he'd, all of it, he'd come back to you. Because no matter where he went, all he got was a reading of his own death in one way or another. He was trying to outrun it. Coming back to where it all started, a reading with you. 
Oh, if only that stupid, pesky, boring client wasn't there, I could have perhaps given him another reading, and perhaps he would have gotten a different card, like the Crow of Cloves, and he would have gotten to see him before the Crow retires. <laughs> and Claude, if only the curtains hadn't fell on your head, you could have helped. I, w I would have at least seen what was happening. But I shudder to think if I would have to stare the Reaper in the eyes. You're, no one has ever looked the Reaper in the eyes and lived to tell about it. No. So thank God for the curtain. Wait a minute. I see now. What are you seeing? I knew the curtain would fall, and I let it happen. To save myself. If I were still looking, I too would have fallen, prey to the Reaper's look. Well, you mustn't blame yourself, Claude. You know as well as I do, you can't change the future. You can only d d tweak it. Yes, and... Oh, you can tweak it? Yeah, you can you tweak can it a bit. You can tweak it. <laughs> Just a bit. A bit? Just but a not bit. something as not something as consequential as looking death in the eye or not at all. That kind of thing is set in stone. And it sounds like the ball wanted to save you. Yes, my... The powers that be stepped up to help you save yourself. Yes, it's it's much like a reflection of me in many ways. The ball, the two of I, the two of the two of us are linked, and uh, we. It looks out for me, much as also, I look out for it. It's such a good. It's a good thing the the curtains did fall because not only did you avoid looking death straight in the eye, but the 4K TV probably wasn't uh, quite as dim as it should be, and maybe that hurt your eyes. It's true. I, I Yeah, it's a good thing the curtains fell on your head because maybe the 4K TV wasn't as dim as it should be. Or you could have died. One of the two. All such things were avoided thanks to my ball. Well, good. Good. Like a, it sounds like it was all the powers of bad in the tarot deck that all converged to kill Sean Lewis because he was trying to avoid an inevitable future. You cannot avoid an inevitable future. You can no. only you can only mash together other awful ways of dying into one super mega way of dying. I just wish it happened at a different layer. I know. We'll have to keep the lights dim for so long. The lights are dim for as long as it took him to die. Which Those is anywhere from 10 minutes to a week. Yes. How long were the curtains over your head? A week. Oh, no. We'll have to do a week just in case. You might think it'd be easy for one of us to look into the past. But I... I mustn't look pa backward. I can only look forward. It's best to look forward. We cannot live and dwell in the past. We must continue on and, and, and do the good work of, of charging people a, a massive sum to tell them parts of their future. Agreed. Wait, do you, do you actually do any readings, or are you just the receptionist? I'm the receptionist. He, don't, don't sell yourself short, Claude. You do the readings. You read when the next client will be. That's true. The number comes up in the ball. And I say, E87. Oh, this is bingo? Sometimes. Whoever gets bingo gets to go in. <laughs> well... It sounds like this wraps up another successful episode of <laughs> Killed no to Death. There's no E in bingo. <laughs> but we Benjo. play bingo. We play bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright infringement.
Can't do bingo. <laughs> um, yeah, we have drawn the happy and success card here today on Kill to Death. <gasps> You're right. Oh, it's there. It's a big smiley face. And look, it's soaking wet. <gasps> Certain success. And a bit bigger than a normal playing card. You're right. Cool. I want to thank Zach Aaron for our theme song, Mary Jane Schumer for our art. If you have a suggestion for a murder, that's killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us, Podcast on Instagram, or Pod on X. Uh, you Steve, can suggest a murder there, too, if you want. We don't care. Steve, do you have another show people can listen to? I have another show, yeah, and it's uh, Griffin and Steve Guess the Movie, and it's a movie-guessing game that Griffin and I have devised for each other, but you can play along at home. And so if you're an Apple Podcast listener, uh, it's on Sonar Plus, and uh, it's an absolute blasty. You you got to check it out. It's uh, We're just on the tail end of Halloween. Uh, we want to hear what, uh, what spooky movies you were watching this month. So tell us that, too. No, we don't. I want to hear that. What are we going to do with that information? I'll watch them. Maybe you should check out Pending Train on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) My Uh, wet ball says it's good. (laughs) Vince, do you have any other plugs or is it pretty much just Pending Train? Check out Pending Train on Netflix. If you want to see uh, uh, 10 impassioned speeches per episode and one person who cares but doesn't want to look like he does and another person who cares too much. So it they, is kind of like Lost. They bicker. Every, every episode ends with like a monologue about how we need to work together as a team. Yes. It's very well encapsulated by one person saying, I don't care. And the other person saying, why not? <laughs> Uh, is that truly it? That's it. Well, in that case, uh, from all of us here at Killed to Death, uh, me and Steve, keep your stick on the ice. Bye. Killed to Death is produced and recorded by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Mary Jane Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Katie Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Killed to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!